0: Da-na-na-na-na. That's our intro song. Welcome to the Third Culture Podcast, a
1: podcast by two Third Culture kids.
0: I'm Faith. And I'm Krista. And today we are talking through the power of nostalgia.
1: nostalgia.
0: <laughs> well, it is that time of year. The holidays, for some reason, tend to know make us think back in simpler times it does
1: why does it do that
0: i don't know something about christmas and i think it's because we always repurpose just songs that we've always sung and that's you true. know very rarely do you get like a new christmas song that's like wow that's awesome but instead we get like dmx singing rudolph the red-nosed reindeer you know whatever happened to that track i can't find we'll it, find it. <laughs> i can't find it anywhere it's nowhere to It'll be show gone. up on our instagram I'm sure. Oh, it's gone. I checked Spotify. I think we may be on YouTube. Well, as third culture kids, we definitely have a very interesting history when it comes to Christmas because everywhere we go, people celebrate it a little bit differently. What has been your experience growing up true. everywhere?
1: Um, Should we go chronological? I mean... Yeah, let's do it. The Philippines is a different beast when it comes to the holiday of Christmas. <laughs> For sure. We joke around about it, but truly, the moment... It becomes a burr month, Christmas is on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like if it's September mm. it is officially Christmas season in the Philippines. That's There's like true. decorations everywhere. Malls go all out. Your barangay, which mm-hmm. is literally your community, your town, your town, your barrio. Yeah. It literally throws up Christmas everywhere. Everywhere. And then they started doing like barangay contests where they literally would just outdo each other on christmas decorations definitely and so that's that's how i remember celebrating christmas it's loud it's rowdy you know we didn't have much growing up but when it came to christmas time you felt rich like every filipino felt rich during that's christmas that's true you that know is like really true. like there was no such thing as hardship and poverty During Christmas time Like every family No matter what stage You were in You had decorations out You even do Aguinaldo Which is A Like Extra blessing From your grandma And grandpa Mm -hmm. Like they give you Extra money So I remember Saying that Like (laughs) And then they give you Aguinaldo, which is literally like a bonus, like or a Christmas bonus.
0: You say Pamaskopo. Pamaskopo,
1: and then they'll <laughs> give you cash, straight up cash. Love that. And we're like, uh, yes. Like crispy. Yes, crispy. like brand yes. new cash. There, I do remember there was a time too, I, I don't know if this is, was just my family or was it like a Filipino thing, where they stuffed cash in your shoes. Yeah. Was
0: that a thing? I think that was a thing. More okay. on my mom's side. Mm.
1: I do remember finding random cash in my shoes during Christmas time. So that was really always fun. And then and then you can't talk about Filipino Christmas without talking about like Filipino Christmas street foods. Oh yeah. Noche that was buena. like buena. Oh gosh. Noche it's, buena. Yeah, like Explain Noche Buena to people. So Noche Buena literally means the good evening good evening <laughs> right <laughs> but it that's i mean that's like a li- pretty literal translation but it it's just a full blown celebration like a feasting in the celebration of the holidays of of christmas and the streets i mean they're pretty lively throughout the year but the streets in christmas time gets a little extra rowdy. Yeah. You know, and then you start seeing like queso de bola, which is a very traditional Chris, uh Christmas thing to find at the stores. Yeah. It's like a gouda. Yes. Wrapped in wax. And red but, wax. But it's it's literally a ball of cheese. cheese but it's ball. huge. It's maybe like the size of a softball, maybe a little bit bigger.
0: You could buy different um different
1: sizes. And then there's also like different flavors. It's like covered in like walnuts. <laughs> You know, or whatever nuts we have. There's that. And then jamon, which hamon, which is ham. Mm-hmm. But Filipino Christmas ham, I'm, I'm sorry, but honey-baked ham doesn't have anything on it. No. <laughs> but it's really hard to find here in the U.S., you know, that kind of ham. Yeah. Um, it's like coated and crystallized. It's so good. And then, I know this is a bad word in Spanish, but we have this very traditional Street food in the Philippines called puto boom, boom. My favorite. It is so good. It's purple. It's purple and it's like a rice mochi type thing mm-hmm. that you, they stuff down bamboo shoots ah. and then they steam the bamboo shoots. And then they take out they take it out, they like tap it, they like bang it on their cart. It comes out in like a it looks like a like a tube of purple sticky. Goodness. Nice. Delicious. And then it's topped with roasted coconuts. Yes. And brown, like sugar. brown sugar. Not even brown sugar. It's like dark brown. Yeah. And then bright yellow margarine. Mm, so
0: good. <laughs> you know, like Almost the Filipino orange. margarine.
1: Like that stuff. Star margarine. You can't not think about That That's a memory you'll never forget. You know, like mm-hmm. the, the streets are steaming because every vendor has put bom boom boom being sold and bibinka and bibinka and sapin sapin sapin, and like all these (laughs) you know all these things and then on top of that is um is oh gosh why am i blanking right now it's simbanga bay
0: simbanga bay
1: so simbanga bay literally means night church Mm -hmm. but it's a little different now but i remember my parents telling us about their time of simbanga bay where they would literally get up at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning and get dressed in their Sunday best, like, head to toe, Mm -hmm. Sunday best. And then they go to church. It's crazy. And then by the time they get out of church, it's like the break of dawn. And then they all go eat, and all their friends are there. Their high school friends, like, you know, elementary school friends, their aunties, uncles, everyone's there at church. And then all the vendors are ready for all these churchgoers to come out of the church and they're all just selling like all the things that we had just mentioned and like roasted um chestnuts was mm-hmm. a thing um and and just you know fruits and all these different things and then they just party and then they go i don't know if they go back to bed maybe they go back to bed <laughs> Did they go back and uh, do presents I don't know because it's eight days long. That's it's oh, every you're right. single
0: night. It is every single night.
1: Oh and so it's famous. like this whole thing, all the things. But I don't I only remember really experiencing that a few times just because my family got saved and then we didn't do mm-hmm. we didn't go to mass but it's, that's like like that is so unique, I feel mm-hmm. to the country of the Philippines. Yes. Also, the the Pamasco,
0: where we go around the town, door to yes. door. It's like trick or treat, but for Christmas and it with is. money. And you sing. <laughs> and you sing. You you can sing, or if they don't want you to sing, they'll just pay you early. <laughs> <laughs> they'll pay you right up front. Like. We would make um, tambourines with just like a hanger and bottle caps. So you just yes. shove them on there and pierce It's Like in. a shaker. It's like a shaker. If you're fancy, you had a cousin who could, who had a guitar, and then you can sing. Oh, yeah. Or if not, you're just like a rowdy group of five kids that are just like pasco, pasco, pasco. Pasco. <laughs> But of course, within the voice of children, and we would just go door to door, sing or not, and they just give us money. Either it be like five pesos or like twenty pesos. I remember one year, we racked up. I think we pulled, we pulled our money. And we we got 2,000 pesos because it was just
1: like from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. We were just going around. Well, it's also the Amargo family. They're all like musical <laughs> and like singers.
0: Well, this is actually my mom's side, the Tolentino oh. family, which are even more singers, but are actually in the Philippines. There you go. See? And so they and they know all the Tagalog songs, and I'm don't know. I didn't know them very well, so I would just kind of. Watermelon, my way through <laughs> the Gallo Carol. I eventually learned them, but uh, like that was that was that was awesome because you got this Christmas money, but then you also had this sweet family time where yeah. you're caroling with your cousins. Straight up memories. It's really fun.
1: And then if they don't give you money, like if you did like a, an amazing performance, for instance, like you did an incredible performance of a song, <laughs> dance number, and they gave you less than what you believe you're worth. <laughs> Yes. they sing this weird song. It's not weird, but yeah. it's like, thank you, thank, thank you, you. Ang baba it it ninho, thank you, which literally means mm-hmm. thank you, thank you. You guys are awful at giving money. Thank you. Yes,
0: <laughs> which is not, which is only a syllable different than what we would normally sing because we always sing thank you, thank you, but we say, ang baba it it which means you're very kind for giving us money, basically. Right. Thank <laughs> you, but then... It's very passive-aggressive when we change that one (laughs) syllable. It's like, wow, no. Um,
1: Which literally means, like, you are so cheap. Yeah. Like, seriously.
0: Mm -hmm. But If you don't listen carefully, you'll miss it. that You're being insulted
1: (laughs) by a group of five-year-olds. It's so fun. So I love that. Like, the Philippines, Christmas in the Philippines, like, I I still can't say culturally in the places I've lived in, I don't know of any country that can outdo the memories I have of Filipino Christmas. No. You know, like, there's just none. There's it's
0: n- the smell, everything. the overall, like, familial vibe. Of course, like, the Catholicism um, Catholicism brought in all these other traditions that actually gave a lot of really helpful form for how we celebrate Advent, mm-hmm. essentially. And I know it's, I'm very grateful for that kind of culture that we consider our mother land, our mother culture.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then paroles. You have to oh, say paroles. Puddles. I've never made them. I remember making them in school, but oh. I don't remember how to make them. I made them in school. Yeah, you're right. I did
0: not make them in school. But they were like the cheap like, cellophane. Yeah, and, and
1: I remember, I think we might have used like, um, we used plastic straws. Oh, yeah. Versus like bamboo sticks, because mm-hmm. bamboo sticks are kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Um, they break find, if and then you don't. and then work with, yeah. But... Parols is um, is a Filipino traditional de- decoration that you hang outside and you illuminate, you light it up. It's a star. It's a star. Disney,
0: this, huh? Dis- Disney Oh did yeah, the,
1: the Disney thing. thing. Oh, they so just pretty. did a family tradition, like a like a tribute, like a family yeah. Christ, uh, Christmas tribute uh, for Disney, and they featured the Filipino parol, so which awesome. is so cool. But traditionally, Filipino parols are made of capis which capice. is a, like, pearl shell. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful, and it's very heavy. And I think if you were to buy a real, like, traditional capis, but all now it's, like, in the hundreds of dollars. It's mm-hmm. really, really expensive. But it's, uh, it's also an heirloom piece that you, like, pass down to your children's children's. But mm-hmm. you just have to be very fragile, because it's, like, a very thin um, shell. So thin, and it's very... It's just a precious
0: thing to have in your family, right? Oh, we have one,
1: it's and so it's still
0: wrapped in plastic like Filipinos do, just yeah. to keep the dust out. You and gotta
1: protect it. You gotta protect it. It's so cool, and yeah. so I, you know, you see that everywhere. And then the other cultural real memory that I have is like, because Brunei was a melting pot of cultures, right? There's, um, Brunei was a, a Muslim country, and they had Ramadan. And so, like, there's different uh, holidays that they that they celebrated, mm-hmm. you know, grandiously, and then um, and then there was a lot of Chinese in Brunei. So mm-hmm. I remember always getting ampao envelopes. Yeah, and th- it wasn't necessarily around Christmas, but kind of close to Christmas, depending on where the new, the, Christ- the Chinese New Year lands. Mm-hmm. But I remember that. And I always got excited about a bright red envelope that has like an <laughs> embossed dragon on it. And it's, it has and gold It's gold and it's beautiful. Yes. There's that. And then, um, and then I do remember, I don't remember what culture it was attached to, but you did something very similar where you would go door to door and then they bless you with money. But you do like a bowing ceremony mm. where you bow a certain way, and then um, you know, obviously, you'd go to like family friends' house houses that that does this, and then they'll kind of inform the the parents like, "Hey, we're doing we're doing this, and um, you know, we're inviting your kids come out," and then you do a bow ceremony They teach you the particular bow, and then they give you money um, for the holidays, which is always so cool. And I'm just I remember just being like, I don't know what to do with all this money, <laughs> right? I'm like eight, yeah. um. So I, I think I remember just buying a lot of candy and cookies with everything that I had. But, um, but those are those are so fun to me because it is it's just different. And then when you walk into that called different culture, the smells are so different. Oh yeah, the spices. The spices are, are so different. different, and what they eat is so different. And, um, but again, like it just brings this very. I don't know, like a very distinct mark that's like left in your, the imprint of who you are because you're just like, this is, this is that time of year where all those things kind of accumulate mentally in your brain and then um, it does, it, it just causes nostalgia. In Definitely. A yeah.
0: Like certain smells for me will remind me of the Philippines. Certain sounds even will be like, oh, that sounded like. A rooster crowing in (laughs) Christmas morning, you know, just (laughs) little things like that that bring me back to those moments. And when we lived in Abu Dhabi, I think when I was out there, Ramadan did fall on Christmas at some point, which was awkward for my Muslim classmates because... You know they were fasting, and then we were talking about like, oh, we have our Christmas dinner. We're like, we're gonna do a Christmas dinner in my family, and we're like, oh, we probably shouldn't talk about food Food. Um, during (laughs) that. They're like starving, Um, but at the same time, they would also have feasts Mm -hmm. in the evening when sundown came. So there, there was a lot of food being cooked all at once in our town, and it was really, it was just really cool too. Um, Someone was celebrating something, and so I am the person that does not mind. Saying Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Mm-hmm. There are people that are like, How dare you not acknowledge Jesus? Um, but I'm like, Dude. But it's
1: different.
0: It's different. There are different cultures involved and yeah. all the things. And so I'm fine with, I'm not offended by people saying Happy Holidays back to me because I, I understand that people have different things and Jesus isn't less powerful if we don't say Merry Christmas. Exactly. You know? So
1: Agreed.
0: that's where I'm at with that.
1: <laughs> but then transitionally coming to Western society. Oh, yes. Yeah. Very. It's different. It is different. <laughs> How would you say it's, it's so different? mild
0: <laughs> when Because you, you and I s- both started in the east, right? Uh, you know, by Eastern Hemisphere, and we kind of slowly transitioned, transitioned. towards well, the west.
1: like my first exposure to Christmas holidays on the on the Western hemis- Hemisphere is Canada, mm-hmm. and obviously it snows there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's like a white Christmas.
1: Yeah. And just being wow. like, oh, wow, this is kind of cool. So that's obviously magical. I remember sometimes Christmas holidays would, would start early because it snowed too much and we can't go to school. Right. You know? And so, like, literally the the, the bathroom pipes would freeze and you can't use the bathroom. So they would just declare snow day. And snow day, <laughs> the re- the way you found out if if you were a part of the snow day, your school to part of the snow day, is you look at the news and there's a scrolling tag at the bottom. If your district or your town shows up there, you're officially on snow day, which means like there's no school and no no one knows how long it takes to like whatever. But I do remember that. And I remember being like, this is so awesome. We would go tobogganing, a.k.a. Sledding. Toboggan. <laughs> Toboggan. And but we had no idea. Like we were a bunch of like Asian immigrants that were coming to Canada for the first time. And um, we were talking to our neighbor to like, we want to go sledding. How do we go sledding? And they're like, uh, "Do you have a sled? Like, do you have a toboggan?" And we're like, "No." And they're like, "Okay, well, the next best thing is garbage bags." Mm-hmm. And so, my mom started pulling out garbage bags, and me and my brothers, our first ever sledding experience during the holiday season was on, um, was in garbage bags, and uh, we were we were soaked to the, the <laughs> core because we didn't have like snow pants, we didn't have snow boots, nothing. Um, and then we started learning that kids would build forts and have, like, snowball fights. Yes. But then we also started learning that they would build forts in the middle of the street. Oh, no. Where there's cars. <laughs> no. You know? And then you just hear, like, cars honking because there's a literally, like, a four-foot fort <laughs> in the middle of the street that they can't drive around during a snow day. And um, we would get kind of in trouble for that because it's a destruction of whatever you know. But but I just I remember that and just be like, oh, this is so magical. It's so white, but like it's it's just different. It's just different. There obviously, I mean, there's no street vendors. You trees outside. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I do remember making maple syrup lollipops in the snow. Oh yeah, as a kid, don't you like just make
0: a mold? You make like
1: a little yeah. You, like, dig a little, not tunnel, but, like, a little dent. Yeah. Like a mold. Like a mold yeah. in the snow, and then you pour. It's so cute. <laughs> and then you stick your lollipop stick in it, and then you make a maple syrup lollipop. Maple syrup. So um, Canadian. It's so Canadian. <laughs> I love it. But, you know, like, I, I remember that, and because we are a British colony, like, we, you know, we had we had little aspects of that in there as well, and... It's, it's just fun. It's just different. And it is... I do remember that was kind of the first time you, the family orientation does become a little bit more intimate mm. because there isn't... there. It's not like you can just go outside and everyone's celebrating the same way as you are. That's so,
0: true. I think it's less... Well, as you travel to the West, while in the Philippines, we're like, it's all about family, but that's because... Every we say family meaning your entire town, like everybody. But here in the West, everyone seems more to themselves, and family is important. But it is just your family. It's
1: not communal.
0: It's not like a block Christmas yeah. block party unless you're a part of like a fantastic neighborhood. neighborhood. And let me know where that is, <laughs> um, where you do like a Christmas barbecue or right. a pop up shop. You know.
1: Yeah. So that's really when I think. Conversations of what are we going to do as a family for tradition. Exactly. Started, you know, started as a conversation. Like, I can't necessarily even tell you, but my family even now have like a tradition besides, because we, we practice celebrating Christmas, Christmas Eve. Same. We're done with Christmas (laughs) celebration. By like four o'clock in the morning, yeah, Christmas day, and we sleep, we sleep, and then go watch a movie. And then we always <laughs> we always find ourselves when movie theaters were open, and we always found ourselves at a movie theater 100% all the time. And so, that kind of we would just tell people that's our tradition, we would just fi- watch a movie, yeah, December 25th. Mm-hmm. There's always a movie that's coming out December 25th always. every single year, um, probably, even if it's bad, yeah, we'll watch probably it. because of families like us who are like. We're gonna go watch a movie for
0: Christmas Day. A classmate of mine is like, "Ugh, like why do they put movies out on Christmas Day?" It's like, what kind of family doesn't just spend time together? And I was like, "That's our family." My (laughs) family. First of all, mind your business.
1: First of all, felt personally attacked by that. It
0: costs zero (laughs) dollars to mind
1: your business. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because we would celebrate like like when it's midnight, Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve, all the presents are opened.
0: Yeah, we, we don't do the we Christmas morning no, thing. No,
1: we don't. Well, if, I, you,
0: if you think Christmas morning is 12 a.m., then that's, that's yes. Then yes, that's, yes. That's the, But
1: yeah. I, I remember being like, you wait until Christmas, like, what? <laughs> you know, I do remember it, when I was going to college in Phoenix, there was one Christmas I didn't get to go home because I was working at the time and going to school and all that stuff. So I just stayed in Phoenix. And um, thankfully, a really great friend of mine from college, invited me to her family's celebration. And I wasn't honestly expecting anything. That was the first time I learned that stockings were not just a decoration. Oh yeah, you put stuff in the stocking. People actually put things in their stockings. Oh yeah, we we did. <laughs> I was like, "Wait." And so I got a stocking, and uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, thank you." I thought it was just some, you know, like a like a memorabilia, like a souvenir. Yeah. But they have your stuff- name on it and stuff it had my my just the you know the letter k on it. Oh, cute. And that's sweet. Um and I do remember too that that was a very different Christmas celebration for me because their family does themed Christmas dinners. Oh. Like they would, you know, they would decide I don't know, several months before probably. Like this year is going to be Italian food. Oh. And I, or this year is going to be Mexican food or this year is going to be whatever food. Mm-hmm. But it's plated. Mhm. So if you finished your plate that's that's all you get. It's it's okay. That is this a white person thing? Because
0: even in so Abu like, Dhabi, I was like, what?
1: There's no leftovers.
0: Or they'll give you you know a little bit of everything, but there's some stuff you don't want, and you're like, I don't want,
1: I, I, I don't want I don't.
0: this macaroni salad that's and, cold next to this very hot <laughs> slab of ham.
1: But then you're like, <laughs> I'm still
0: hungry. hungry. <laughs>
1: You know, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I don't want to be ungrateful. They invited me. This is so sweet of them. But I little that was the first time I was like, I don't know. This is like all this. the food I'm going to get today? I'm like, oh, that's nice. This is a, a snippet of what Filipino yeah. feasting
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> looks like. Yes, borderline gluttony. It's like, here's all the food. Um, if you haven't eaten, why aren't you eating right now? Um, oh, you're done eating? Why aren't you still eating? Just go up for fourths,
1: yeah, bit. rounds. It would be like, I round two now, round yes. two, and then you'll like heat up the food that you were eating yeah. three hours ago.
0: Yeah, and then later they'll they'll ask you why you're fat, and and that's just a whole other conversation. And then you're <laughs> like,
1: I'm confused. You invited me to round six. <laughs>
0: You were mad at me. You were passive-aggressively telling me to eat more.
1: You know, and so that's the thing. That was ju- that's just different for me too. And yes. it, you know, it's in- but it's interesting. Like I had such a sweet time, and it was I was so incredibly humbled and blessed that I got to join this and just to see the difference. It's different, you know. And you're just like, this is different. This is what they do each year, but they love it, mm-hmm. and they're so consistent every single year. They will, you know, they'll talk about what. You know, theme themed dinner. Dinner they're gonna do. That's and, cool. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of like that's their tradition. That's their tradition. Yeah, it's just it's just different altogether. But mm-hmm. I don't know. But now that now that you're married, Faith, and mm-hmm. we're married, do you have? It's you and two your two husband. husbands. Yeah, to two separate. (laughs) We're married, not to each other. Not to each other. But like, (laughs) do you, have you guys developed or have you guys found yourselves developing a Christmas tradition between you and Thales? Yeah,
0: so we've tried different things every year. When we got married, we're like, let's do an advent calendar for um, like date ideas. So we did this our first year of marriage and it was so sweet, but also exhausting um, to have to do something. But it got us out of the house. It got us doing different um activities um out of the house and in the house where we like oh how about today we decorate like day december 1st decorate read matthew one you know or and then and we'll go through that and so we we write it ahead of time we would string it and then we would put it up and then every new day we open it it's like oh try to go ice skating somewhere (laughs) (laughs) and we'll go and we're like oh it's 40 dollars a person (laughs) I'll just go to walk around Disneyland or like we had Disney passes and day five was like go to Disneyland and try not to buy anything you know and that was really great of course like we tried to do something this year but it just didn't work out we just obviously with pandemic things and us having to be quarantined and and right now Temecula where we live everything is we have that stay at home order. Mm -hmm. So we don't have an Advent calendar necessarily this year, but we always make a point to read through the gospel accounts of the birth of Christ. Mm-hmm. It just centers us and brings us back to that, but also we, we like to pull out um, different characters and different people in those scriptures that are involved in the waiting and that Advent time of waiting for Christ to come. And this year, Thales and I are particularly... Stoked on Anna, mm. the prophetess who was old and would not die until she knew the Messiah was was born, and and she's the one that we're really meditating on this year a little bit. Um, so that's a tradition that Thales and I like to go over. We like study the word together, which sounds super holy and like weird, but it's it's not.
1: I love that's it. That's awesome.
0: I love it. We we talk about it or we listen to other messages by our friends who are pastors and and. Like what the Lord is revealing to them and in our church as well. Like I don't know. It's it's really sweet. So that's something. How about you guys?
1: We've tried. We've tried to kind of find something that um, we do each year. Royce, my husband, is like, he's I don't know. I feel like he's like Buddy from Elf.
0: He's yes. just
1: a Christmas enthusiast. Just loves Christmas with like every Particle of his body, <laughs> he just loves it. So I'm not involved in this tradition, but it is a tradition <laughs> in our family. You're a spectator it, because it mm. happens each year, where this Christmas miracle, <laughs> this Christmas miracle happens, where I go to bed and then I wake up and our whole house has been Christified, wow. It It is like Buddy Deal. It yeah. like no joke. <laughs> like we started putting it on the schedule so that I don't. I'm not a clutter person. You know, I get very like, hey, let's kind of keep everything tidy type thing. And so he has to bring in the tubs of decorations from um, into the house. And this year we moved and we moved to a much bigger place, which is such a blessing. And um, and so and you can only guess how excited Royce was because it was a bigger place and he has more places to decorate in our new place. And and yeah, I would I would go to bed and our house looks like our house, normal, non-Christmas house, and then I would wake up, and it's... A bomb exploded. A, a Christmas bomb exploded. <laughs> In your house. You know, and it's Christmas everywhere. And, like, I, I want to say that that is our tradition, but unfortunately I'm not... I am a spectator. I'm a... Um, I get to partake. <laughs> partake and spectate. Partake of the tradition. Yes. <laughs> you know, and so... He loves it though, like he, he knows that he's like, okay, like these are the two nights that I'm gonna need to
0: decorate. Oh, I don't know. To what Figure the, out there's like this buzzing sound. Anyway. I don't know what it is.
1: But yeah, so that that has been, you know, each year, but does and then traditionally, I guess, because it happens each year, we go to my parents for Christmas Eve, and then the Rule family, which is a very big family, you know, my husband's side. We meet up um, Christmas Day in the evening. Can you feast. And we go we go off.
0: <laughs> you just go for we it. We go off.
1: Like, my family's very small. Mm-hmm. There's, like, six of us. Mostly, almost every single year that we've been married, there'll be, like, six or seven of us, you know, give or take, who's, like, visiting. But the rural family is, like... 30, 40 deep.
0: Every mm. year. Yeah, that's the Amargo family, right you know. There. Yeah. And so,
1: so it's fun. I get both sides of you know the the very quiet, more home base, which is I I am I can I tend to lean that direction, but then the fun chaos of it where there's like nephews and nieces everywhere you look. Oh yeah, that's definitely a thing. Karaoke, karaoke. Yep. Um, you know, white elephant exchanges. That are insane. No one, no adult gets presents because all the adults just buy all the children presents. Um, The adults just do uh, an exchange, but it's technically an exchange of gift cards because we're all too grown to get each other gifts. And then your Lola, like, sneaking money into your
0: hand (laughs) because you're her favorite. or Like Like a drug deal? (laughs) Yeah, she literally, like, shoves it in my hand. Uh, Not that I'm her favorite, but... I'm not saying I'm not, not product, <laughs> but they, but he will shove money in your hand because she, the reason why is that she's gives, she may be giving different amounts to different people.
1: <laughs> right. Maybe. It's, it's so funny. It's but so precious. I love that. I love, yeah, that's, that's kind of the thing. But doesn't it feel like Christmas in the
0: Philippines when you're with your family, you, no matter where you are? I think that's what, one thing I loved about my family is that whenever we traveled and if we were remotely around any other Filipinos in Christmas time, for example, in Abu Dhabi, we had, we went to a Filipino church or Tagalog speaking church that had so many Filipinos because there's a bunch of them in Abu Dhabi. And when we had Christmas, while we were, it was, we were in the Middle East, like we had a Christmas celebration, a Christmas cantata, oh, you know, just yeah. like a full on, like all the Christmas songs and choirs. Oh, I love it. So fun. And it felt like we were in the Philippines, and it kind of made us emotional because everyone obviously misses home. Yeah, they're all overseas Filipino workers, but we, we made it feel like the Philippines. You know, it made us made everything feel like home. And because I, my family is uniquely Filipino American. My dad is a f- first-generation Filipino American. My mom is second-generation. Uh, no, my mom's first-generation. They're both. My dad's like 1.5. Um, my dad grew up in Philly, so he has a lot of like the American culture right. but we got but but we also have the Filipino culture in our f- Christmas celebrations. so we as far as like Western culture, we have the stockings and all that stuff mm-hmm. and um, but we don't have like the weird stuff like elf on the shelf like I don't want that
1: <laughs> That is
0: I so weird wanna, to me. unless it's like Legolas.
1: Okay, yeah, that's and right.
0: then I like hide Legolas like, <laughs> somewhere. That <laughs> was like, I feel like that would be a cool tradition to start with my children. It's, like at least a cool elf, not like a creepy elf. <laughs> a cool elf. Maybe like a cool, not a regular elf, but a cool elf. Like a nice wood woodland elf on a wooden shelf. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, okay,
1: I get yeah, like that. Yeah, I
0: see that. Yeah. How about presents? What do presents look like with your family? So presents, we did one present at midnight on the twenty fourth. And then the rest Christmas morning. We started out doing that. And then eventually we started giving each other gifts that were more elaborate. We're like, well, this gift goes with this. Right. So you might as well open all of your gifts. Right. (laughs) Now at this point. It's like, well, so now we just open them all. Open all of them. On the 24th. And so as I get older, I feel like I appreciate a lot of the gifts that I used to get as a child that I used to hate, like socks. Yeah. I could... Give me all the socks. Give me pajamas. Like, I would love that. But so my gift range, price range, has now been, as an adult, as a 29-year-old, has been like, either give me like $2 socks or a spin bike. Yeah, <laughs> so there's no that. In <laughs> no in between, you know. Just like, mm, so, and I'm fine with just socks, or you can, or money. And then the in between is gift cards or money, right? Because then, and and it's a matter of respecting each other. And I, my family, we like to give each other Christmas lists. Oh, because mm-hmm. we don't want. I don't want you to waste your money. And getting me something that I don't want, and I have to use. Yeah, and I don't want to pretend like I I love it when I open it, and I hate it. (laughs)
1: That is the most awkward part of life. Wow,
0: thank you, auntie. You know, and I love it. And um, this is not me calling out any auntie or anything in in specific, but I mean, just in general, like we give each other Christmas lists so that I'm not wasting your time, you're not wasting (laughs) mine. Here's a link if you want, Um, and then our family then has individual. Message threads talking about the other person. Be like, "What did you get out of this?" Oh yeah yeah yeah. So we can kind of check it off and make sure no one's doubling up on anything, or we all pitch in for that one spin bike. You know? Oh yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> How about you guys?
1: How do you do oh, gosh. gifts in your? Place? Okay, so we we tried lists. We're not good at them. <laughs> what do you mean? We're not good at lists because my family, and when I say my family, like my brother who lives here in California, my mom and my dad. They are some of the most, like, last-minute Christmas uh, present people. Yeah. So, honestly, a lot of the gifts that I've received, I would get in store the day after Christmas at the mall. Bon. <laughs> like, yes. You know? Yes. Which is really weird because they're like, do you like it? And I'm like, I kind of like it. Like, it's, it's cute. Okay, I'm going to buy it. This is your Christmas present, you know? <laughs> and it's like, okay, okay. <laughs> cool. Um, my brother, no, you know, my California brother, he is probably one of the best gift givers that I know. Oh, I like, know. Like, he spoils yes. the heck out of me and Royce. Like, like, it's insane. Um, so we try not to actually say anything around him because the moment he gets wind of something that you like that is, like, way too expensive, before you know it, it's, like, in the house. <laughs> and we're just, like... Uh, thank you. You vaguely mention like Yeezys. Yeah, and then they show up, and you're just <laughs> like, "You Wait. are Chris. You are you Santa. You are Santy." You know, um, my mom. My mom loves. I mean, my dad works for Disney, and so mm, 80 of percent that. of our things are on Disney. That cast member discount, <laughs> like, does not play. We have Disney sweaters, Disney pajamas, Disney socks, Disney mitts, Disney hats, Disney it. scarves. <laughs> like, all the Disney things, that's pretty standard across the board. Royce is a very big gift giver. Uh, we started doing lists because he's too much of a gift giver. <laughs> and I'm just right. like, stop buying stuff. <laughs> um, this is s- our money. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Um, so there's that. Was there, any, was there any gifts as a kid that you just was like, I need to have this as a kid? Yes. What was it? I'm, I'm one of those
0: weird, arty, artsy kids. So <laughs> one year, we were the, we were in the Philippines. I think I was six or seven. Uh-huh. I was set on becoming a film director. Yes. As a six or seven-year-old, So I was like, Dad, I want one of those, like, marker, <laughs> like those click things. Yeah, the slaps. And my dad was like, I can't find it anywhere here. And there was one year that we were in... That we were living here in, the, in California, and we went to, like, Universal Studios and all this stuff. And I didn't know my dad had bought... I'm, like, 10 years old now, or 10 or 11 years yeah. old. So it's, like, three, four years later. Not that I, my love for directing in a film would waned or anything, but I just forgot about it. And then, right. so basically from ages 10 through 13, my dad had all these, like, those marker things... And gave me a new one every single year from different places. I that's thought that was so this, cool. That was the coolest thing. And I, I, eventually, at age fourteen, I was like, I think that's enough. With <laughs> I have like four of them now. I think we're good. That was one thing I just really wanted. Also, an ele- electronic dog. New oh yes, <laughs> the one from the Janet
1: Jackson music yes, video.
0: specifically the Janet Jackson music video. My dad got me one one year. We were in Abu Dhabi. In Abu Dhabi, because they have like brick stone or something. Yeah. And so I got one and. It held my attention for about a year, and then I kind of forgot about it.
1: That is awesome.
0: It was, it was really cool. I thought it was so It was so millennial, like millennium, like turn of the century.
1: Yeah, an electronic dog, the robot dogs. Yes. How about you? Oh, my gosh. Only two really come to mind. A Tickle Me Elmo. Oh, yeah. I really wanted one. And then you got one. And you would accidentally hit it in your sleep. Scary. <laughs> and it would vibrate your whole bed. Scary. And I was like, "What was I thinking?" And then, <laughs> which but I still loved. And then, um, and then it, and then it re- And then they brought a new tickle me mo, which was the the th- toss me Elmo, where you threw it up in the air and it would go wee. <laughs> but you can also tickle it. Dude, that was, like, a sold-out toy, if I remember correctly. Like, every, it was, like, flying off the shelves. It was insane. <laughs> so, I really wanted one of those. I did get one of those. That's such a 90s thing. It is sure. such a 90s thing. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was... Um, so, Polly Pocket. Yes. <gasps> I
0: had.
1: But one. Polly Pocket came out with a Polly Pocket mansion. Yes. Where Polly Pocket wasn't just a Polly Pocket where she's like a couple of centimeters big. (laughs) She was like two inches tall. Like like the size of your tiny child hand. Right. But she came with a mansion. Yes. And I wanted that mansion (laughs) so bad. It came with like a bed set.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay, but that also brings me back to commercials from the 90s. Yes, they were best. They sold you so hard. I was like, Mom, I need this.
1: Mom, <laughs> please. Like, it reminds me of, you know, I don't know what it's called. You strapped it to your ankle. Skip it. Yes. <laughs> e- Skip it. It was Skip painful. It. Yes. Like, you would never, mm-hmm. I, you would have never guessed that it would have been a torture device for no, you for as you. a kid. Yes. But the way they advertised those commercials. It's so hype. You were like, I one, And right. then it lit up. Oh, yeah. In it, the like, dark? In the dark, it would why light would you, up. Why would you do it in the and dark? The- <laughs> And then they would do it, like they would do, the commercial would be, have like eight of them like all hanging out doing skip together, and you're just like, I got to do that. Yes. Oh, another one not that remi- makes me m- remember <laughs> not safe at all. <laughs> all the shins broken. Yeah, ouch. Um, was your cartwheel buddy? Oh. Where Do you guys remember that? That is, was weird. <laughs> it was like a plush doll. So weird looking. And the arms extended. It was like an elastic yeah. arm. And so you held... You stuffed your hand. Do you remember this? I remember. I wanted this, this so bad. I never got it because it was creepy, and I'm thankful it's for so my parents creepy. for discerning that it was creepy. It's but so um, creepy. you stuck your hand in its hands like a glove, yeah. and then you stuck your foot in its foot. Yeah. And then you would cartwheel with it.
0: I'm like, why don't you just cartwheel without <laughs> it?
1: <laughs> why do you have to cartwheel together? <laughs> you know? But it was. I don't remember what it was called. Why do you have the tandem cartwheel. You have to. T- <laughs> It's a tandem cartwheel it's not what I want together. Yeah. But I thought that was the coolest. That was the coolest thing. I
0: don't know why, because I think it like convinced
1: children like this will make you cartwheel better. It will cart you better <laughs> you won't have to cartwheel alone. You know, <laughs> like this like what? weird fear of cartwheeling alone. It's but it's like yeah. a three legged race no one wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember so oh cool. man, those things, those things were like huge. That's crazy. I just remember <laughs> good time deeply desiring wanting that
0: for I me know. there's so many oh man there, there's a lot that i'm glad my parents had discernment to be like no, no. Furbies. there was <gasps> yeah. like a like a hot minute that i was like oh, i definitely want a Furby. because my blinked. friends had them and um my, my dad's like absolutely not <laughs> my mom who basically sees demons was like no no i don't
1: you don't need a reason to be scared in and the middle and i of the remember night. how loud they blinked <laughs> Like, it's like it's, taking a picture. Yeah. Of you. <laughs> I was like, creepy. I don't oh, like that. another one was Razor. Like when Razors, razors came out. Razors, yep. Okay. Yep. I know people have Razors now, and that's good for you. Happy no, no, for no, you. Yeah. But like when Razors came out, they were razors, sought after. They were, I think it came out like 2002. Yeah. The first set of mm-hmm. like Razor scooters. Oh my gosh. Did you have one? I had one. I had a. Um, I had a knockoff one because the uh-huh. real razors were way too expensive. Yeah. But I had a knockoff one, and it was so cool. So cool. I was like, what the heck?
0: And it had like mine was blue. Mine had blue wheels, and because they were like see-through, you're we like, ooh, fancy. Yeah. I love this.
1: Breath. It's it's just it's those type of things. Like I mm-hmm. remember that. And yep. Rollerblades was a thing. So I can't rollerblade, but I can ice skate. But I I I just
0: I never got into rollerblading. I don't know why. I blame my parents, but I don't
1: know. <laughs> but my brother rollerbladed. I yeah. don't know. My brother, so Jarrell, the middle, was the one who asked for rollerblades for Christmas uh-huh. and got them. And uh-huh. then we all shared his rollerblades. <laughs> Y'all fit? Y'all fit them. No, it was way too big for me and it was way too small for Eldon. <laughs>
0: you were de- multiple but, socks.
1: But we did what we needed to do to have a rollerblade in the family.
0: I love that. Well, those are the things we were into when we were younger. But
1: what are you into now? <laughs> I love that for you segment. I, I genuinely love giving gifts to mm. people. Like Royce and I have been kind of on this like weird swing of like, let's get everybody presents, <laughs> you know? Let's get everybody presents. And like our friends have had children. And um, we're not giving them Christmas presents, quote unquote, but a lot of them were born around this time. And so we're like finding all these excuses to buy <laughs> all our friends' fun. kids presents, even though, you know, but it's, it's so funny to me, but I, I, that's, I'm so into that right now. Like it's been, it's kind of, cra- I have to kind of stop myself because I go through these like spending splurges throughout the year where I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm not, I am not spent in three months. And then. I'll spend every single day, kind of thing, and it's I'm, like, am I into that right now? Yes, I am. But it's I think it's because it's the holidays and yeah. and we just love all of our friends' babies, all the all the friend babies, yes, the ministry babies that are in our lives, and yes. so that's a huge one. And I'm so into the fact that Marvel Studios and Star Wars Lucas Films just released all the things all they're the going to release. All Disney Plus things. I'm like. I can't stop looking at all the things that are gonna entertain us in twenty twenty one. What about you, Faith? What are you into oh, right wait. now? I
0: love that for you. Oh thank I love you. That for you. <laughs> well yeah. So what I'm into right now is what you just said, everything Disney Plus that is happening. <laughs> We're not sponsored by Disney Plus. We've said no. this in the past, but Disney Plus, you know, if you want if you wanna sponsor
1: us, we'll take it.
0: We will humbly oblige towards that. Uh, but everything that's being released, I'm really excited for all the Ahsoka spinoff, we have the Obi Wan, the fact that Hayden Christensen's oh, coming back as sucks. Darth Vader, all the nerdy things. I'm all about it. Falcon Winter Soldier, sign me up for that. Just everything that's happening. It's a nice glimmer of joy in these weird, weird, strange times, and uh, it gives us something to look forward to the next couple of years and right? a nice timeline to rest in. Even though, while. Not a lot of things are very certain these days. One thing's for sure, Disney Plus <laughs> gave us a full meal to feast on and look yes. forward to. So I'm really excited for that. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh, Faith. I love that for oh, you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> this is great. Well. This has been the power of nostalgia episode. It's been really great talking through all the things about
1: Christmas and all the emotions and the memories yeah. that come up. But we have to remember, it really is about Jesus. Always. Like, I know that sounds like so cliche, but mm-hmm. like, just to think that he came down in the most vulnerable state, right? Being born in a manger when people were hunting him down, <laughs> like, it's. And that's why we celebrate it. Honestly, we strip everything away. That's you know the hone the honing point is that it's just Christ and Him glorified, and that Him coming in the flesh. You know, and it's so cool. But it is. It's always it always brings like these very sweet memories, and it makes you think of family. It gets it just gets you in this position of like just gratitude yeah. and. And celebration and joy and, and all these different things. And so we we kind of just wanted to extend that to everybody who's listening. Yeah. You know, um, share with us, too, like what family traditions that you guys do or even cultural things that are different that you guys do. We love, we love mm. that stuff. So send it over. Let us know. Yeah, on our Instagram and such.
0: Yes. And... One thing I would do want to challenge everyone to do this Christmas is to really listen to the carols that you've been singing
1: hmm.
0: all your life. Such rich, rich theology, truly. In all those things, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. That entire thing, what? Like hail the heaven-born prince of peace. Like that that line alone is like the hypostatic union. It's the godhood it's and the manhood of Jesus. Like what? Oh man, there's so many so many great lines in all these songs that we kind of just memorize, that they play in the mall when you walk around right. and, and all these things, but they're all the gospel. We do acknowledge that Jesus was not born in December. Not probably, I don't know, Jesus was not. Yeah. You know, historically. Israel gets very
1: cold, for friends.
0: Yeah, yeah, those the <laughs> sheep would freeze, you know. And so, you know, we understand that, like, we know that it's not Jesus' birthday, but it's the whole notion that we... We're in need of a savior mm. and Jesus was the one we were waiting for. And Amen. that's the whole idea of Advent is that we have been waiting and Christ has come. Yes. And now we are waiting for him to come back. So that's always something to look forward to. One thing is certain Christ is coming again.
1: Amen. Hallelujah.
0: So all that to say from your friends at the Third Culture Podcast. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, friends. Happy holidays. All right. We love you guys. Bye. TTYL.